Welcome to Movie House, a weekly production of Delta College Public Radio. I'm your host, Mark Brown. Today I'm joined by Scott Seeberger, who worked in business development at Delta College and is a lifelong movie buff. Scott has also been collecting movie posters for the last 40 years, and starting tonight, an exhibition of some of his collection will be on display at the Grace A. Dow Memorial Library in Midland. The exhibition is called Meet Me After the Show, and it will be accompanied by a film series in the library's theater throughout November. Welcome to Movie House, Scott. Thank you, Mark. Tell us a little bit about your collection. How and why did you start collecting movie posters? Started uh, in 1980 when I was at the Fashion Square Mall. This is back in the day when that mall was really flourishing. And they had an antique show. And I wandered up to this one booth, and they were selling film posters. I couldn't believe it. I had never seen film posters unless they were reproduction-type things for sale in uh, general kind of stuff, stores. Because, you know, the National Screen Service, for the most part, controlled those things, and they were never intended to be in the hands of the general public. So I bought three posters, all comedy, because I lean towards lighter subjects like comedy, if you will, and, uh, and was fascinated by the graphics. I'm a different kind of a collector. Uh, many film poster collectors will do like James Bond, anything James Bond they'll collect, or it'll be horror. I'm not a horror collector. I appreciate it, but I'm not a horror collector. I'm much more of a generalist, and I'm looking for a poster that can tell a story. So uh, if I can give you an example, uh, I have one poster in the exhibit called uh, Harlem on Parade, 1937. Herb Jeffries, uh, a Detroit native, is the one that an African-American who produced a film about black cowboys, 1937. No one had ever done that before. And it became the biggest grossing, financially grossing film for African-American type films. And so I tell that story, why he did it and how it came to be. Very rare poster. You don't see that every day. But this is another factor I have in, in the posters I collect and exhibit that makes me different from others. I like a Michigan connection if I can. You can't do it all the time. I can't make that a top criteria, but I, it's always in the back of my mind. It's a nice bonus. Yes, it is. Uh, and people that are interested in history, like museums, Cass Museum, for example, they want that. That's what they're looking for. I'm sure. How big is your collection, and do you have a, a particular prized piece? Um, just to talk about poster collections, the largest... I, my poster collection is about 200, and it would have been bigger, but I've been more selective. I look for the one sheet. If you're familiar with one sheets, mm-hmm. uh, that's what I primarily collect because that's what's exhibited today. Since 1983, it's been all the one sheet. They used to have different sizes, as you know, lobby cards, half sheets, inserts, window cards, all kinds of smaller variations that were used in theaters all my posters are authentic. They've all hung in lobbies, and I've, and in most cases, I've refurbished them. Uh, I've had them uh, worked on so that they present well. But they've been used. They've been doing their job. So um, that's what I collect. And do you have a, a particular favorite piece? Yes, I do. My grandfather owned one of the first two movie houses in Midland. This goes back over 100 years ago. He had, his name was Bart Laughlin, and he owned Bart's Mecca Theater in downtown Midland. And on one, there were two theaters in downtown Midland. The Cassidy family had the best-known theater named the Frolic. 
and that was located on one side of Main Street, and on the other side of Main Street was Bart's Mecca. And he was very competitive. He had a background in theater and vaudeville, uh, so he, and he had the Paramount contract, which was really significant because that was the big company in those days. And he brought in a film called uh, The Covered Wagon, which was ended up being one of the top 10 grossing films of the 1920s. Can you believe the film is lost? The poster exists. The film is lost and was just recently, within the last five years, they kind of cobbled together uh, a Blu-ray and DVD version of it from various sources, and then they had to fill it in with stills to make it work. But you can tell what the film is about. I didn't think it was that great of a film. But he described it in the newspaper articles as the biggest film that ever hit his theater. He refilled the theater over and over and over again, and he brought in a covered wagon to help promote it, and he rang Bart's Bell in downtown Midland uh, you know, to let the public know it's time for the film. So <laughs> I looked for this film for 30 years, this, this poster, for 30 years, and finally found it. And it was, it was expensive, and I said, <laughs> I said uh, you know, because there's not many of these film posters that exist when you're talking about 100 years ago. And uh, I had a friend say to me, look, it's an heirloom. You can't, you've got to do it. So I broke down, and it, it was an expensive poster, but I got it, and it's framed. And I don't take it out on exhibit, but I use it for my talks. I bring it with me when I do a talk about old films or posters or that kind of thing. That's fantastic. So Bart would ring a bell when it was time for the movie to start? Exactly. That's how they started the film in downtown Midland in 1922. <laughs> I love that. Tell us a little bit about the film series that's accompanying the exhibition. They asked me if I could put together a film series, and I came up with some of the greatest hits of the classic uh, movie period. The, this is the golden age of Hollywood. And the thing that's amazing about uh, the Gracie Dow Memorial Library, it's the only library in the region that has its own theater. And it's, if you've ever been in it, it's a very comfortable theater, a couple of hundred seats, and it's a, it has fantastic potential. I think they need to upgrade equipment a little bit, but what they have is good. And so I developed a series, um, and they wanted it to be complementary to the exhibit. So I have Going My Way as a poster, and the first film in the series is Going My Way, 1944 film starring Bing Crosby that was the biggest grossing film of the year. It won seven Academy Awards, and it made Bing Crosby not only a musical star, but a film star. He was already a music star, but he became a, uh, the number one male box office attraction through the remainder of the 40s. So, you know, we, we start off with that. But we also have a foreign film, Bicycle Thieves, which you've probably seen, an Italian film post-World uh, War II. Uh, it's, it's about the struggle of a man trying to support his family. And it's, it has widespread uh, uh, appreciation, well-respected film. Threw in uh, Casablanca. It's, that's its 80th anniversary. Every, a lot of people are familiar with that. Uh, it's a cinematic masterpiece. Um, Michael Cortez is the director of it. And Cortez, you know, had a great film career in Europe. They brought him over to the United States. He made 101 films. So to complement, I, I brought in another Cortez film, King Creole Elvis Presley. Most people, you know, Presley was the highest paid film star in the 60s. 
but the films were not that hot. <laughs> <you> know, they, <laughs> they weren't good. They, they, they were they were disappointing. But that film stands out. That's his, one of his two best films, and Cortez is a key reason. He had a great supporting cast, great cinematographer. It's an interesting film. And there's some other good films in there. Uh, the Shop Around the Corner, most people don't think of that immediately when they think of Christmas. And it's a wonderful Christmas film. And part of what I like about it is it's what downtown Main Street looked like in America pre the malls. You went to a little shop, and it's about life in a little shop and a couple who find each other. So those are some of the films. It sounds fantastic. Is there one in particular that you especially are excited to see again on a larger screen? I'm glad you mentioned a larger screen. So many of these films have been viewed on small screens. They need the air. You need to be immersed. And the big screen does that with the big sound. I would say the shop around the corner is a sentimental favorite of mine. I just think every element of that film came together. And uh, most people don't think about it at Christmas time. But it is a Christmas movie in many respects. And famously remade with Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan as You've Got Mail. You've Got and Mail, correct. There are several, several iterations of it, because I think it's yep. a remake of a, of a European film, isn't it? Could be, yeah. yeah. That's, that's definitely one I'm looking forward to as well. What is it about movie posters that appeal to you? Why that of all the memorabilia you could collect? Well, I do collect other things, <laughs> but the film poster is the gateway to a new, new experience, a new adventure, if you will. That was the portal. Yeah, I mean, people walked up and down Main Street. They looked at the poster, and that's how they made their decision. For the first 27 years of motion pictures, the poster was the only way of reaching the audience. And then with the advent and development of radio, and as newspapers got more involved, you know, you know there were other ways to learn about films. But it, it's always been the film poster that gave you a sense of what was coming up or what's on that big screen, and that's what drew you in. I love me a good movie poster. That, that was do, always do you really? I, absolutely when as a, as a kid standing around in the lobby as my dad was paying or getting the popcorn or whatever, I I always had to make time. I had to make time to like really study and uh, you know artists like Drew Struzan, you know the the great movie artist, movie poster artist of the eighties and nineties. You know he did Goonies and Star Wars and all these sorts of things. I'm I'm a fan, so I I absolutely get it. And some people believe that Star Wars was the film that kicked off the film uh, poster collecting craze. That and a couple of other films, but Star Wars was the big one. I believe that. Is there anything else that you'd like people to know about the exhibit, about your collection, about movies, about movie posters? There was one thing that you wanted to say to the listening public about this event or about it in general. What would you say? It's as much a history exhibit and exhibition of films uh, as anything. And these films deserve to be looked at again on a big screen. This is an opportunity. And the posters, they represent fun and history. You're going to find out in this exhibit how much Michigan played a part in motion pictures. Excellent. Thanks so much for your time, Scott. Thank you. The opening gala for Meet Me After the Show, a collection of vintage movie posters on display at the Grace A. Dow Memorial Library in Midland, starts tonight at 5.30 p.m., and the accompanying film series runs throughout November. Movie House is a production of Delta College. I'm Mark Brown of Delta's Arts and Letters Division. Tune in next week for another new review. You can find past episodes of Movie House at deltapublicmedia.org and wherever you get your podcasts. ¶¶